to the St. Michael Advent Podcast Series. My name is Mary Lessman, and I'll be leading our meditation today. Our theme this Advent is Beyond the Signs. God's amazing love is fulfilled through Jesus Christ, and there are divine signs pointing to Him all around us. As the prophet Isaiah says, The glory of the Lord shall be revealed, and all flesh shall see it together. A reading from the second letter of Peter, chapter 2, verses 17 to 22. These are waterless springs and mist driven by a storm. For them the deepest darkness has been reserved. For they speak bombastic nonsense, and with licentious desires of the flesh, they entice people who have just escaped from those who live in error. They promise them freedom. But they themselves are slaves of corruption, for people are slaves to whatever masters them. For if, after they have escaped the defilements of the world through the knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, they are again entangled in them and overpowered, the last state has become worse for them than the first. For it would have been better for them never to have known the way of righteousness than, after knowing it, to turn back from the holy commandment that was passed on to them. It has happened to them according to the true proverb, the dog turns back to its own vomit, and the sow is washed only to wallow in the mud. Here ends the reading. It is a rare thing to have the opportunity to reflect on a scripture of passage that references a dog turning back to its own vomit. I found it impossible not to choose our passage from 2 Peter just so I could have the pleasure of reading those words to you. Although 2 Peter is a letter or epistle, it is also in the common form of Jewish literary genre known as testament. The author of 2 Peter, foreseeing his death, is making his testament to the community, reiterating his teaching one final time. In this particular letter, the author moves from sections of testament to sections of apologetic, where he defends his teaching against those of false teachers, to sections of exhortation, where he contrasts the libertine lifestyle of the false teachers to the holy conduct of faithful followers of Jesus. Our passage for today is one of these sections of exhortation. Thus, the serious name-calling and finger-pointing including the colorful images of a newly cleaned pig choosing to roll around in the mud and a dog returning to its own vomit. This letter was written around 85 CE, which means that it comes at a time of great flux in the young church. It's a time when the church is transitioning from a Jewish to a Hellenistic environment and from apostolic to post-apostolic teaching and leadership. This moment of great change, when followers of Jesus were scared, unsure, and looking for answers, has given rise to false teachers. Against the freedom in Christ preached by the apostles, these false teachers offer a newer, easier, more self-focused freedom. A freedom to sin as much as you like, because as a believer in Christ, you are covered by God's grace. These false teachers were appealing not to the best, but to the worst angels of our character. 
I'm struck by the many examples of this distorted understanding of freedom that surrounds us today. Folks who have learned the message that they can say whatever unkind or ugly or judgmental thing they want from the safety of their social media accounts because they've determined that they have a right to share whatever they think or feel with the world, motivated by the attention they'll receive or the likes they'll garner. Folks who have internalized a message that their life is about them, their convenience, their desires, and so are uncharitable and impatient with anyone they deem to be a hindrance to any of these. One small example of this, from the many available, is our conduct on the roads today. Folks are thoughtlessly driving in ways that endanger others so they won't have to miss their exit or wait their turn at a red light. Folks who feel that they've been disrespected and so recklessly tailgate the car that changed lanes in front of them. We're experiencing a wave of self-centered and unkind behaviors at all levels of the service industry. From folks physically threatening flight attendants to folks berating sales associates in stores. I walked by a shop the other day and a sign on its front door read, the whole world is short staffed and looking for workers. Please be kind to those who showed up for you today. Second Peter reminds us that this corrupted understanding of God's grace has been an issue since the very earliest days of the church. Here the author reminds us that freedom to sin without repercussions is not freedom, but slavery to sin. Freedom in Christ is experienced when we choose to live the moral life God has created us for and called us into. This is a message we so desperately need to hear again today. May we who are trying, some days with more success and some days with less, to live lives that witness to a Savior who is changing us from the inside out, be reminded of our call to be gracious and forgiving and patient with others. May our lives be a witness to freedom, not for its own sake, but freedom in Christ, which is the path toward becoming the people we are created to be. And may we do all of this in gratitude that we belong to a loving God who refuses to leave us in our self-focused, lowest common denominator tendencies, loving us enough to demand that we find our freedom and fulfillment in Him. Amen. Please join me as we continue with the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Let us pray. Stir up your power, O Lord, and with great might come among us. And because we are sorely hindered by our sins, let your bountiful grace and mercy speedily help and deliver us. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, to whom with you and the Holy Spirit be honor and glory now and forever. Amen.